Welcome back in the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez. Clary are with you today on a Thursday, a Thursday that is Rico's birthday. Once I'm so again. old. Happy happy birthday, Rico. Thank you. I need it all. Everybody tell me happy birthday. I'm sure they I'm sure they will. I'm sure I'm ready. If the, if the text line has already been flowing, it's going to be flowing some more. It needs to be flowing more. You'll, I need all of the praise. In case you don't know, I'm very needy. I need the praise. Really? Yes. Has has there been any, any update on whether or not true or false is back? Well, well, we did it on Tuesday. Um, we did it on Wednesday. So uh, it's back. It's I, back. I believe it's back. Good. Well, we didn't really do it on Tuesday because that's when it got canceled. That's when it we got did fired. it on Wednesday. So I think it's back. I don't think okay. I'm. I don't think I'm in the graveyard anymore. I hope not. They can't put you in the graveyard on your birthday. I mean, they could. They don't care. You wouldn't be. You wouldn't be happy about. I that. would not. All right. I don't need to tell you guys this, but I'm still going to say it. Nebraska's not making a bowl game in football. So, what? That's however, crazy. let's let's talk about this. Bowl eligible teams. The Big Ten leads. Well, is tied for the lead in the country for the most bowl eligible teams at eight. They're tied with the SEC. The eight teams so far from the Big Ten conference: Iowa, Michigan, Michigan State, Minnesota, Ohio State, Penn State, Purdue. And Wisconsin. Um, so, and then from the SEC, Alabama, Arkansas, Auburn, Georgia, Kentucky, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, and A and M. So, just wanted to just wanted to throw that in there, really, really quickly there. All right, Rico, I want to talk about hidden yardage because it kills Nebraska football, and it's going to really show up this week, this weekend. Mm-hmm. When you're playing a team like Wisconsin, which I mentioned at the beginning of the year is a number one ranked total defense, or uh, yeah, total, total defense, defense, and number two scoring defense. scoring defense, picked a really great time to fire all of your offensive people. But let's talk. Let's 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 talk about that though, because do we expect the offense to look any different on Saturday? No, it's gonna look the same probably. I I. I expect to see different people out there. I Ooh. don't expect the offense to look different. I think it's still going to be the same offense, maybe less. Um, no, no, that's a lie. I was going to say maybe less running with Adrian, but that's a lie. He's that's he's, your best. He's player. healthier, still not healthy because it's a high ankle sprain. It takes a while to mm-hmm. heal. Um, but I, I think there's going to be different bodies out there in the running back position, mm-hmm. in the wide, at the wide receiver position. Uh, maybe, maybe you get a glimpse of a Thomas Fedoni type at a tight end. Maybe you get some oh. other bodies. I think they're going to be mixing in some of the younger people to try and throw different looks at Wisconsin. Uh, or maybe you know you you start switching it up where you have the same bodies, but you throw them in different areas of the field to to try and mess with Wisconsin, show them some things they haven't seen before, nothing that you have on tape. Um, but largely, the offense will look the same since Scott Frost has been leading the charge for the offense, mm-hmm. and obviously he is still here. Um, the offense will will largely uh, probably look exactly the same. And how much confidence does that ha- give you going into Wisconsin? I think Nebraska breaks the streak that Wisconsin I, has. I thought you were just about to say nope. Nebraska mm-hmm. beats Wisconsin. We're, uh, we'll hold that off until Friday. Um, I think that they break the streak Wisconsin currently has of no touchdowns allowed. Mm-hmm. Uh, in uh, I, I'm going to have to go back and look and see, but it's a very long streak where Wisconsin's defense has not allowed a touchdown. 
Um, I think Nebraska breaks that. I think they I think they score uh, a couple of times on Wisconsin because this this offense is this offense is good. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you know, we have talk- to operate in the red zone. Bingo. We talked about it on Monday. They're just fine in between the twenties, but once you get inside the the twenty to the goal line, that's when it gets a little dicey. Um, as as well. Okay, let's. Uh, they've given up at home. They're averaging. They're allowing on average fourteen point eight points per game. In November, which is two games, they're allowing five points per game. On average, they have allowed 10 points at Camp Randall in two games at home this month. Um, so you're definitely going to need to move the football. And to do that, you're going to need a running game. And you're going to need something to complement it. Now, stepping away from the offense, special teams is going to play a huge part in this game. They have a guy, and I, I know we've we've mentioned his name before uh, on, on our show. I've heard other shows mention it as well. But they have a 17-year-old running back by the name of Braylon Allen who has had to step up because guys have left the program, guys have been dismissed from the program, and... That's just how it's been, unfortunately, for Wisconsin. Remember, we thought Wisconsin died. Wisconsin was garbage to start the season. It was. It was. This is is the best time for Nebraska to get Wisconsin because they're not good. Their defense is bad. They don't have an offensive identity. This is Nebraska's best chance to get Wisconsin. Well, and then Wisconsin woke up. Exactly. Don't forget, Nebraska was. We thought Nebraska had turned a corner. We still. Okay, let us know four zero two four six four five six eight five. Do we still feel like Nebraska's turned a corner? I don't think they've turned the corner, but they're currently at the corner, like looking around it, deciding whether or not they should turn. They're thinking about it. They're consider. They're holding a mirror and they're looking around the corner, and they're just like, "Hmm, I wonder what's over there." But I don't know if they're we, we haven't been over there. They yet. Have, yeah, they haven't turned it yet. They're like, okay. "Oh, that grass looks really green." Does Does one win against these last two teams chain do that? Uh, a win against Wisconsin gets you to put a foot out around the corner and to consider it even more. Okay. And if you win against Iowa, then you are turning the corner. What if you only win Iowa? You are not turning the corner. You only have one foot. You're still considering it. One foot You're for the closer. whole offseason. You're closer. That's a shame. So back to Braylon Allen. He... Uh, I found the streak for Wisconsin. Uh, their defense hasn't allowed a touchdown since the second quarter of the Iowa game, which was October 30th. They uh, my, oh they my. beat was they beat Iowa twenty seven to seven they beat Rutgers fifty two to three and they beat Northwestern thirty five to seven and you probably think seven that's a touchdown it was a fumble return thank you Rico <laughs> I'm looking at their schedule right now and I was like thirty five to seven how did they get the touchdown it was a fumble return nice defense job. didn't give it up so they have not given up a touchdown in three games to an offense to an offensive wow. squad okay well let me let me tell you this. We talk about how nice it would be for Nebraska to have a running back. A running back, not Adrian Martinez. A running back. Go over 100 yards in a game. We talk about that. We talk about the power it, five opponent. We, we talk about it like it's a pipe dream. Where it's like, I want it, but I know better. It's not going to happen. I wonder what it's like. It's like a five-star recruit. They put you in the top 13. You're just like, Ooh. But you just know that when they release their top eight... You're you're out. Yeah, you're not there. 
Like, you're a five-star, but you're not really a five-star. No, 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 no. I'm saying as, like, Nebraska. Oh, as Nebraska. If somebody, if somebody oh. puts a school in their top 13, and it's like, mm. we have a shot, and then they send out their top eight a week later, mm. and it's like, you were never in it. That's what it feels like for Nebraska to have a 100-yard single-game rusher running back. I would consider it more along the lines of a five-star recruit tweeting out the whole GBR question, like a bunch of question marks, and then like a oh, core emoji. That's good. And everybody's just like, yeah, he's interested, when in reality he's just like, I'm going to get me some followers. I'm just trying to get some some interaction. Yeah, I'm going to get me some followers. I'm going to get some likes, some retweets. Because they know Nebraska fan then, base yeah, is crazy. The, the Nebraska fan base is going to do this, and then every other fan base that is recruiting you yes. is going to look at this and be like, well, wait a minute. We got to show him some love because we can't let Nebraska show him more love and consider going there. So it's a smart move we by We can't let Nebraska have him. Yeah, it's a smart move. So back to Bray- Braylon Allen, though. He took over on October 9th in the Ill- Illinois game, a game that they won 24-0. to And I tell you that I brought up the 100-yard rushing. Why? Why? Because he has ran for over 100 yards every single week since October 9th. Mm, sounds One, fake. One, two, three, four, five, six straight games. Sounds fake. Running he, backs don't do that. He took over six weeks ago, and for the last six, week, he's, six weeks, he's ran for over 100 yards. Now, is that because he's good, or is that because Wisconsin just runs it a lot? Does it matter? I would not be mad if Nebraska true. had a bad bad running back, but Nebraska had a solid offensive line that they just always run it, and it's ba-bam. Now, you say that, but there are people like like Ramir Johnson. We Okay, hold on. I like Ramir Johnson a lot. I yes. think he there, is a, a really that he's not a Big Ten running I back. I think he is a really good running back. I did say when he took the starting role that I did not think that he was big enough to be a Big Ten running back. Okay. He has proved me wrong. But there are people who do not like Ramirez and do not think that he is a starting running back that sh- or a running back that should be starting at Nebraska because he is too light, uh, mm-hmm. he is too small, and you know other reasons that they give. Yeah. But there are people who Ramirez Johnson has been in the 80s, in the 70s for for you know running rushing yardage in games yeah. with you know less than 20 rushes, and people have complained that. He, he he takes too many rushes to only get that many yards. So if he were to rush, let's say, 25 times for 105 yards, mm-hmm. would people still complain I don't think that so. that's too many rushes for, for only 105? Like, if you're going for 25 times, you got to get more than that. Because that is what people are saying. I think it's that's ridiculous. L- let, me tell, let me read off... How many carries Braylon Allen has had? Because I'm just saying, it could be he just gets so many carries that, of course, he's over 100 yards. He ran it so many times. Or it could be he's just really good. What if I told you this will answer your question? Okay. He carried the ball 12 times, rushed for 140 yards, Mm. two touchdowns. That's good right there. That's real good. That's some good yardage. (laughs) That's a good average, 11.7 yards per carry. Mm. That's what you want. Hold on, let me. Now is that him or is that the offensive he, line? I'm poking holes in this. Okay, Braylon Adams. In, kid. in a single game, he has not had a lower average yards per carry. Let me let me ask you this. I don't like this game. <laughs> if I, I don't like this at all. I'll tell you this. It's less than ten. How many? What's his lowest yards per carry average in a single game this season since since he took over as the fullback, the full time full time back? Uh, I don't know, like eight seven. 
No, no, it's a little lower than that. 5.2, though. Mm, every two rushes, he gets a first down. Yeah, exactly. It's 7.3, 6.8, 11.7, 5.2, 8.6. And then in the last game against Northwestern, that he did carry the ball 25 times. So yeah, But he had 173 yards and three that. tutties. That would be real nice. He still averaged 6.9 yards per carry. Oh, yeah? Well, Nebraska's rush defense is really good. You've seen it. You've seen it against Michigan State and Ohio State. But then you've also seen it against Minnesota and Purdue. So, yes. I don't know if they're really good, actually. So, Nebraska's going to have a problem on their hands in Braylon Allen. And it's going to be nice. And we'll talk to Mike Hogan of, of Badger 24-7 about this tomorrow on Friday. Do they do anything else besides Braylon Allen? I mean, how much do they... I, I'm, I'm genuinely curious on how much they ask a guy like Graham Mertz to throw the ball this time or the, this time of the season, because they've found out that he's not the answer. He is not, and, and you know what, I could just solve this he right now. He played pretty well against Northwestern. He was 18 of 23 for 216 and two touchdowns with a pick. It's because um, your running back carried the ball for 25 times look, and, man, and had 173 yards and three to touchdowns. All right, against Rutgers, 11 of 16, 240 and three touchdowns. Braylon Adden did have uh, 15 for 129, but, you know, that's that's a that's a decent showing from Graham Mertz. All right, the Iowa game, that's a tougher defense, right? 11 of 22, 104 yards and a touchdown. And Al- Allen had 20 carries for 104 and no touchdowns. So, I mean, they're they're going to ask Mertz to probably throw it around 20 times. Mm-hmm. Uh and if he can complete, you know, 50% of those, 10, 11 of those, uh they're probably sitting pretty. Because if, if he's only attempting 20 passes, that means that Allen is over 100 yards rushing and at least one touchdown. At least. Yeah. I I think Nebraska has to force Graham. I think they have they, – they need just to put – Just run? Yeah, to put everyone in the box and make Graham Mertz throw the ball. Like, like force him to beat you. Like, I know against, you know – uh, against you know some of the other teams where they're like oh we're gonna sell out against the run mm-hmm. but at the same time they still you know had five just six people in the box and they were you know still dropping back in coverage uh, well, I mean you're going to regardless but I think against this Wisconsin team you need especially with the size that they have on the offensive line mm-hmm. and apparently the talent they have at running back <laughs> you need to sell out against the run and force a a less talented quarterback to try to beat you in the air. Like, you're going to have to put your corners on islands. <coughs> like, actually put them on islands. Don't put them back in a zone and do, like, put them man-to-man. Everybody mans up on a person. Put them on an island mm-hmm. and let everybody else tackle the running back or get to the quarterback. And he's 17 years old. Allen? We go, yeah, Braylon Allen. Oh let, let, let's go back. Hold on. Let's go back to our, no, fir- our not previous this. conversation about guys that are younger than even myself. years old. Going, and the guy has nine touchdowns through six weeks. Nine rushing touchdowns through six weeks. Has over 800 yards through should six be, weeks. Should be illegal. That's what I'm saying. I'm about to look up his recruiting <laughs> profile. There's no way this guy wasn't a, like a four star. But well, he went to Wisconsin, no, no, so no, I mean, he's, he probably wasn't. He, he's probably a two star. That they molded and they put some sorcery on Braylon Allen to make him run the football. But also, Wisconsin still has Jake Ferguson at tight end. So we talk about somebody that's pretty, old. Uh, pretty talented guy there. 
Okay, he was a four-star running back out of Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. Hometown. Wisconsin. Home state kid. Yeah. Keeping Four-star. Keep wow. Keeping the talent in state. This Look guy. at Wisconsin. Ooh, he had a bunch of offers. Really? Oh, nope, that's a lie. He had one, two, three. Well, he definitely had more than this, but he had one, two, three, four, five, six, Wisconsin, Iowa, Michigan, Michigan State, Notre Dame, Florida State. That was his top six. No Nebraska. No Nebraska. All right. All right, let's, uh, before we get to break, let's talk about this really quickly. I mentioned hidden yardage. Sports Source Analytics had this on Twitter earlier. It was kind of floating around the Nebraska fan base over the last weekend. Um, Sports Source Analytics on Twitter came out with all these statistics basically showing how good Nebraska football has been this season, yet they're still 3-7. and seven. So let me just run through a couple of these. And when I say opponents, I mean this is a collection of all of Nebraska's opponents. This comes from Sports Source Analytics on Twitter um, at Sports Source A. That's a tongue twister there yeah. if I've never heard one. A lot of words. All right, passing downs. <clears throat> Success percentage, Nebraska is successful 39.7% of the time, while all opponents are successful 39.3% of the time. Yards per play, Nebraska, 6.27. All opponents, 5.34. Let's just look at some more of these. Average starting field position for opponents, the 29-yard line. Not not that great. Mm -mm. Um, In quarters three and four, Nebraska is destroying their opponents in yards per play. Now, is that because they're losing sometimes? Maybe. Is that just the way that they're running their offense? Also maybe. Could be. Let me so yards per play in quarter number 3, Nebraska 7.26 all opponents 4.9. Wow. In the fourth quarter, 6.3 for Nebraska, 4.3 for opponents. Nebraska's success rate in quarter number 3 54% of their plays are successful. In quarter number four, 55% of their plays are successful. So where's the disconnect? This seems wrong. I don't believe these stats. These don't seem... These... They they are correct. These are off somehow. They're correct, Rico. No. They're right. Nebraska may be one of the worst programs in the country in terms of hidden yardage. On average... Nebraska loses 17 yards per game just because of the sacks that they allow they give up. That sounds right. 17 yards per game. And that could be them losing 10 yards on one play on a third and two or a second and one, where now looking back, I don't know if you guys remember it, but Matt Lubick was like, hey, yeah, we took a shot on second down on and one because we thought the worst case scenario was that, you know, an incomplete pass and you have third and one, which wrong Worst case scenario, a worse case scenario happened. Adrian Martinez got sacked, and it was a second or third and eight coming up. The worster. That th- those plays kill drives. Nebraska fans have seen it time and time again. Again, one well, couple more statistics here. Nebraska ranks 101st in the country in terms of. I don't even need to continue, but in terms of net punting yards. Please stop. Net punting yards. They have punted the ball 42 times. And when each punt is done, they only net about thirty yards per punt. I don't want. I don't want you to read any more numbers, please. You talk about being. I won't read any numbers. <laughs> that like but, like the first the first few numbers 
seemed fake because they were really yeah. good. And then the last like two or three that you read, no, yeah, that makes sense. And and I'll say this before we get to break because I know we're running out of time, but you talk about being successful in the Big Ten, and these are the things you need to clean up. Just to give you some outside perspective on some other Big Ten teams that I was I was kind of researching, five Big Ten teams rank in the top 15 of the country in terms of that net punting statistic. And the only team that ranks worse than Nebraska in the Big Ten is Purdue. Which, if it were any other year, not this year, well, actually not any other year also, no. Nebraska should be better than Purdue. Purdue's bowl eligible. Ne- they are. <laughs> They're one of the eight teams in the Big Ten. Nebraska needs to be above Purdue. Every Husker fan would agree that. Nebraska should be above Purdue. Things need to change with... We talk about it with basketball, attention to little details. Discipline. Net punting yards is probably a statistic that you can classify under those little details. And they need to be cleaned up in in, in a bad way. So I just wanted to throw those out there on a Thursday before we get to Friday and we talk about how Nebraska will beat Wisconsin. Never throw those numbers out again. 101st in the country. Stop. In net Let's go to a break. All right, let's take our final time out. When we come back, we'll uh, look at the Big Ten baseball schedule. We'll do that next.